This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. I love representing this organization. I love being a Met. I love representing the city of New York. It does make you wonder if the comments by Scherzer about how the Mets aren't really mm-hmm. going to contend next year, it's mm-hmm. more like 2026. How does that timeline match up with where Pete's going to be at that point? If you're talking about the face of the franchise, a franchise that already has one guy who is signed for $34 million a year, that's a big nut you're talking about right there. This is ESPN New York tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer. I think they should sign him to an extension, but I think that's easier said than done. But I think in a best-case scenario, they re-sign this guy. On 98.7 ESPN. Thoughts about Pete Alonzo. That was part of our second hour. Hardesty and Damon Pagrasso on 98.7 ESPN. Pat O'Keefe at 10 o'clock. Talking a little Jets, a little Yankees, a little Mets. Little Cashman, a lot of Cashman, <laughs> a lot of Cashman, Gordon. Yeah. But listen, Yankees responded tonight for tonight, so this is a good thing so far. Well, they're still good. in it, Larry. You know. That's it. Well, yeah, sure. Uh, still, they, they still have a chance. In the words of Michael K. Okay, I'll play along. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Say again. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah. Slim and none, and Slim has long left him. Long. long gone. Oof. Long gone. Lonnie's in Long Island. Lonnie, you're next on 98.7. Hey, Larry. How are you guys doing tonight? Lonnie. Well, I've been saying it for months. I've been telling you for months. The Yankees are done. Stick a fork in them. They're done. I mean, they they can't hit. They have no 300 hitters on the lineup. Not one. The closest to it is Judge. I mean, Stanton, oh, my goodness. I'm tired of watching him swing at stuff a foot out of the strike zone. I believe I can hit better than him. I'm telling you, I really do, because I will follow that ball. I'm not going to swing at something a foot out of the strike zone. I'm not going to do it. I'm tired of watching him. I don't know what Boone, Boone has been. Uh, he, he hasn't won anything. What what he did the season? I mean, I won a championship. We, we I don't see him getting one. And I don't know, Cashman, I don't know. Lately, he hasn't been doing the job either. I'm, I'm a little disappointed in him. He used to bring in some good players. We need some good players, some young talent. I'm talking about I want that kid from from um, the Mariners. I don't think we're going to get him because I think they signed him long term. But we need some 300 hitters in this lineup. If they don't get it, they're not going to do nothing. I'm, I hear you, Lonnie. What do you think? You- I hear you, Lonnie. Thanks for the phone call. Um the only thing I will say, Lonnie, is not a whole lot of 300 hitters in baseball today at all, my friend. Well, I mean, I think not the Yankees lot. have as many guys hitting 100 as they have hitting 200. <laughs> <laughs> That's the I like how Lonnie's like, I've been saying this for forever. I've been telling you guys, we've been saying it as well. Yeah, Anybody who has know. a pair of eyes that is not drawing a paycheck from the New York Yankee organization can see that this is not it. We've seen what good teams look like, and this ain't it. No. No, it's bad. It's really bad. Richardson, Rochester. What's up, Richard? Hey, guys. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Richard. Hey, look, I, I I do love you guys, but, like, the level of snark and sarcasm, and you're not the only two doing it, I, I, I got to tell you, A, as a Yankee fan, I'm just looking in the big picture. You, you're going to go off the rails once every 30 years. Yes, like, 
this whole, like, I just can't, yes, there's blame to go around, and I'll get to that. But on some level, this is a a statistically acceptable deviation, yes? You're going to go off the rails sometimes. I mean, every organization does. I mean, if you're a Yankee fan and you're going to take the last 29 years and throw it out the window and get pissy about this, you're not a real Yankee. You're not a real fan. There, there are many, many franchises that have it far worse. Listening to the last caller, I need a championship. Get in line, buddy. We all need a championship, but it doesn't work that way. Like, there's a process here. They've gone off the rails. They're going to have to get back on the rails. I will tell you, in my opinion, you guys can weigh in because I just criticized you for being, you know, snarky and sarcastic and all that stuff. In my opinion, the biggest problem is this thing with the um, uh, the metrics, the the, the geek, the geek, the stuff. analytics, the, the analytics. I don't. I thought that was to help the average player get better. But if you have great players you got to let them do their thing. If you look at a guy like LeMahieu, I'll just make him the example, the poster boy for this thing. The year that we fell in love with LeMahieu, he was a contact machine, yes? yes? Yeah, I mean, he hit with power, too, but yeah, no, I mean, he, he You know what I mean, hard. he was ripping. Yeah, no, yeah but he was a contact. He wasn't a huge, he, he was a home runner bus guy, no. Right, he was a contact machine, and that, that involves a swing that's not just this, like, uppercut thing. And taking these players who – have had success in earlier incarnations of their game and turning them into this, that's, I mean, if you're going to point the blame somewhere, I mean, obviously that's where the blame goes. So, yes, I do agree. There's got to be some blame to go around. But listening to Yankee fans complain, and I'm a Yankee fan, is just unbelievable to me. Like, are you really a – I mean, what are you a fan of? Like, yes, winning, sure. We all want to win. But look at how many – what they've given us over 29 years is just absolutely incredible. And you got to have a little perspective on that. You just, just listening to the way the people are talking about it right now. I mean, championship or bust, it is so impossible to win a championship. I just didn't say impossible, but it's impossible to buy a championship in baseball. Do you guys agree? In baseball. Well, I, I mean, you, you can you can spend the money, and Richard, thanks for the phone call. You can spend it a whole lot better than the Yankees have. And if you want to go with the 30 years, yeah. There's a lot of that, that that success that came in the first half of that 30. The last, the back half, we gave it to you before. In the last 11 seasons, the Yankees six times have either won zero playoff games or one playoff game. Excuse me. They've played in one playoff game or zero playoff games. So six times in 11 years. Four times they've missed the playoffs. They're going to miss the playoffs this year. And two times they made the wild card game and lost, which really doesn't feel like you are even in the playoffs at that point. It's, um, I hear what he's saying, but here's the reality. The reality is the team, the franchise has set forth the ruling. It's championships or bust. That's the franchise's thing, okay? In the past 10 years, you've had, one World Series. One. No, in the, in the last 10 years, you've had none. You haven't no, had anything. I'm sorry. You got yeah, close right. in, in 2017, but since right. 2009. Yeah, so that's 14 years. Right. So in the past 14 years, you've had one championship, and you haven't even gotten to the World Series. Right. So that's what Yankee fans are upset about, other than other Yankee fans, because you're a Yankee fan. That's what other Yankee fans are upset about. And the frustration comes from the fact 
of 2017, getting as close as they did, feeling like this was the new, you know, a new day and a new chapter and the frustration of not only not being successful, but of moves made by the organization that the average fan could say, no, that's not, that's not the way we do things. Mm-hmm. and being proven right over time and being mm-hmm. told by the organization, no, you just don't get it. Right. That's where I think it's not just not winning. Granted, right. not winning is a big part of it, sure. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the frustration of watching them squander what was uh, a very viable open chance to, to add to that, that, that World Series title and, and squandering it, basically. It's bad move after bad move after bad move after bad move. And these last two years, what are the good moves that Cashman has made these last two years? Please explain it to me. I'll give you two. That, two for every one you give me that was good, I'll give you two that were bad. Mm-hmm. And not just bad, horrendous. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what the, you know, he's a little bit more lenient, Yankee fan. Okay. And, and look, I grew up at a time where the Yankees going to the playoffs seemed like almost an impossibility. You know, you got through those late 80s while the Mets are getting to the World Series in 86 and winning, and it felt like George couldn't get out of his own way and getting suspended and all that type of stuff. And the Yankees were kind of the laughing stock of baseball there for a five, six, seven-year window. Um, I understand the bad times. And if you had told me then, in a 30-year stretch, you're going to win five World Series, oh, my hmm. God, I'd sign up for it right then and there. But over these last 14 years, they're not exactly the same as the previous 16 years. No, they're not. They're not. It's, it's, it's a world of difference. John's in Long Beach. What's up, John? Hey, um, you guys just talked about one of the points that I was going to bring up. Um, I know you've mentioned two, the past two years that Brian Cashman hasn't done anything really good. I was going to spend it, expand it to five years. Like If you think about it, like what great moves has he really made? Garrett Cole was a great signing, but besides that, you're going to hang your hat on re-signing Aaron? Is that John? Oh, that's oh. tough. That's bad. I just hang your head on re-signing Aaron Judge. So that's, I guess that's the that's the big year. That's the big, that's the big uh, acquisition last year, Gordon. This has the off season is to re-sign your own guy. Yeah, and Rodon. Uh, well, look, I didn't think Rodon was going to be this bad when he pitched, but the injuries are not exactly a shock. And once again, it's the years. Yeah, <laughs> once again, it's the years for a pitcher. Eight years is a long time, Gordon. Eight no, years. No, I think I think it's. I don't think six? it's eight. I think is it seven? Six. Is it six? Is it five? Something. It's it's too long. <laughs> it's too long. <laughs> it's too long. It's too long for him it's to have long. had an injury history. Yeah. Um. I just think it's too long. It is. Bruce is in Flushing. Hey, Bruce. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Bruce. What's going on? Long time no talk, pal. Yeah. Well, as I told Larry the other day, I've been recovering from COVID for over a year. In fact, last Monday was the first time I was able to speak for over in over a year. Well, it's great so, to hear you. Thank you. I have a different take on the Cashman press conference than you guys do. I don't think Brian wanted to do that press conference. I think Hal told him to do it. And I also, if you listen to him very carefully, he basically said, my job is on the line also. Because he said everything's going to be evaluated, all jobs. And um, I think the reason why he said they didn't say it's my fault is because Hal said, you know, Brian, I'm going to look at your what you've done very closely. 
And Hal's not stupid. He may be cheap sometimes, but he's not stupid. And I, I, you look at what happened this year. The so-called medical guru who they brought in couldn't realize that um, the first baseman had a concussion. I mean, I'm not a doctor, but I figured out and I relate to the time he had the collision with Tatis. So if I could figure that out, why couldn't the doctor do it? And and you and you look at the minor league system, as um, Kevin Kernan has written in his Ball Nine of a column on the internet, their minor leagues are all screwed up because of of um, uh, uh, Lawson. No, because of because of the um, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the the things that you look at and and and, and analytics, analytics. Thank okay. you, Tom. Sorry about that. That's okay. And 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 you see that the analytics have screwed up the major league level, and they screwed up the minor league level. And uh, explain to me why Manaya or Sabian is not having a major, more major role in this administration. And maybe how is going to look at this and say, you know, Brian, if I do let you come back. I'm I'm decreasing your power. I'm going to give the minor leagues to Manaya. I'm going to have Sabian more involved. I mean, I still think the best thing is for the Cashman to get fired. And I think Hal might still do that. But Hal may say, okay, maybe I'll bring you back but on a reduced level and give Manaya and Sabian um, more power. I, I, I would not be surprised about that. I want to get your comments about that. All right, Bruce. Then good hearing from you again, my friend. Yeah, um, absolutely. We said it earlier, Gordon, that we thought that yeah, no way Brian woke up and said, I think I'll have a press conference <laughs> hey, today. You know what we should do today? <laughs> I really feel like addressing the media. Yeah, I, oh, after a nine-game losing streak, right, I'm going to talk to the media. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, I've been waiting. I've been trying to figure out what time. This is it. Um, but, yeah, and, and listen, maybe you're right, Bruce. Maybe there were something. Maybe maybe Hal Gid did give him the riot act. Maybe, you know, his job is on the line. We'll wait and find out at the end of the year. But, you know, the the main thing here is, Gordon, is, okay, after all is said and done, all right, what are they going to do going forward? That's really what this is about. It's how do we how do we climb up from this mess? How do we get better at the major league level? How do we get better at the minor league level? How do we get better at using analytics? It's about you have hit rock bottom. I know I'm afraid to say that. But you have hit rock bottom. How do you turn this thing around? That's the question. That, that's the major question right That's here. the only thing that matters now because this season is sunk. This it's window done. of it's opportunity over. is gone. And now it's about trying to figure out a way to open up that next window of opportunity, which is not around the corner. With some of these contracts that are here and uh, the luxury tax being a thing, it's, it's, gonna, it's not going to be a quick fix, as you heard from Tom Verducci earlier, that all of a sudden they're going to go out there and spend and, and win the offseason. So it has to. And, and to me, it just seems like if we're going into an offseason and the best that we can hope for is that Omar Minaya is going to take over this and Brian Sabian is going to do this and, and we're going to change this thing and we're going to change mm-hmm. the, the training staff and we're going to reanalyze the analytics, well, then why would we keep Brian Cashman? If we're yeah, changing exactly. all the things around the guy who's been pulling all the strings, why would we keep the guy who's pulling all the strings? You're right. 
interesting too with his scenario of putting Omar in charge of the minor leagues and Sabian being more involved with helping out Brian uh, if he stays. That once again, that's kind of Gordon moving him, uh, you know, re reassigning him, right? Of what mm -hmm. he's, uh, you know, what he's doing. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Boy, what a night for Judge, huh? Another just in run. the nick of time, just when we, because we're in it to win it, Larry. Yeah, oh, no, absolutely. I mean, I mean, he's amazing. He's not the problem. And I'm sure that by the time we get to the end of the season, somebody will be saying, well, you know what they got to do is they got to get rid of this judge guy. It always seems like <laughs> when, when seasons spiral off the wheels yeah. like this one has, that people come up with some really strange things. But no, Aaron Judge, a lot of things have gone wrong this year for the Yankees. Aaron Judge is still awesome. Can't you hear now? Now's the time to move him. Yeah, right. Yeah. 62, yeah, this yeah, one here. Absolutely. This oh, is it. Yeah. This is the time. Here's the line. His value will never be higher <laughs> than it is right now. And he's getting older, mm -hmm. and he's been injury prone. Mm -hmm. And how you later, you, you've seen his future looking at Stanton. Can't you hear it, Gordon? I can hear it right now. I oh, can hear it. The talking points are <laughs> all laid out. They all are. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. So you notice, Gordon, after the uh, Mets celebrated winning the first game in Atlanta, they've been trailing ever since. Yeah, well, they, 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 they got the one, right? I mean, you're not going to get more than that. No, no. The Braves gave one. you that one. And yep. uh, tonight, what did the Mets have hits-wise? Two hits. Two hits. There you go. On a roll, baby. On a roll. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go back to the phones, Gordon. Let's do it. Artie's in Brooklyn. What's up, Artie? Hey, guys. How are you, buddy? All of Artie. You. I miss you. So, okay. Why are we waiting for the last game? Does, does, does Sally, does he know anything about the Jet history? Does he know anything about Cruz running down the sidelines and ruining our year? Or, or the fact that Rex Ryan played Sanchez in a meaningless game and got him hurt. Why are we waiting to play the Giants of all teams, who are going to play again this year, to play Rodgers? Because Rodgers wants to play. Stuff. Artie, Rodgers wants, wants, to, wants play. to play. Well, too bad. No, too no, damn no, no, bad. no. You're going to wait another week. Artie, and then the other thing is, too. Artie, Rodgers, okay. this is Rodgers' team. He yep. wants to play. He plays. <laughs> the second point yep. is we're resting people that are key parts of this team. Mm -hmm. Some guys are injury, whatever, so you rest them. Rogers, Hall, whatever. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's the to me the weakest part of our defense. To me, is the inability to cover running backs, tight ends, and getting beat long. There's a safety who I don't know. Was he related to or something? His name is Whitehead. Got beat deep countless of times last year. Countless. And he's one of the guys that is not playing in spring training, in the, in the training games. Why? He's that good? <laughs> I mean, I'm seeing plays from Dean. I'm seeing plays from the guy Amos that we got. I'm even seeing plays, guys, from um, Ashton Davis. So this guy, Whitehead, now is going to just earn the starting job over all these three guys? And the last thing, mm -hmm. if we're – and you said it, Larry, countless times. You said the identity of this team is the defense. Mm -hmm. We have a defensive coach who yep. has yet to prove that he's a head coach. 
Because I don't know. In the first quarter, on first possession, I'm seeing water boys going out there on third down, and I'm saying, he called timeout? He didn't call timeout. But there was a miscommunication, and he thought that they called timeout, and it forced them to call a time. Things like that count. They count. And he's doing it in, in the third game of, tra- of training camp. Thank you for letting me rant. Now, who is going to be the linebacker? And if I see it again in Buffalo where there's running backs and tight ends catching the ball, because I know Whaler, Waller, whatever the heck his name is, a giant game, he's going to probably catch 10 passes. Is it the players or is it Saleh's responsibility to design a defense to spy a quarterback that can run in like Davis, Allen, all those guys? Never did it last year. Who's going to be the guy to spy him? And then who's our outside linebacker? All right, and we got a great offense. And I did say that if they get the um, kid um, Cook, that mm-hmm. it's a two-game difference, I yep. think we're winning the division out of all that talk. All right, love oh. you guys. Bye. All right, Artie. Whew, that's a lot to unpack. Uh, see, all's well that ends well. The way they, he, wow. still has, he still has the Jets winning the division. I'm yeah. going to lose my mind. I, I, I understand. Um, I'm going not really to? Sure, I'm not really sure who that outside linebacker is going to be. The, they're going to ask C.J. Mosley to run from sideline to sideline like he did last year. Right. Uh, and, and, of course, uh, the situation with, um, you know, Quinn's brother, Quincy, mm-hmm. who was solid. They missed Quan Alexander, Gordon. Uh, he, was, he was good for them last year. So I don't know who that linebacker is going to be that's going to fill that role. We've had a lot of conversations about that. Uh, it's funny what he said about Whitehead. I don't know what the deal is with Whitehead, uh, but Whitehead did get beat. Uh, he, let's put it this way, Gordon. Much like Evan Fournier, people knew his name a lot last yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but for Art, for the, uh, maybe more so for Artie than anybody else, you've got Aaron Rodgers now. What? That's it. So all you all, what, what does Aaron Rodgers always say? Relax. R e l a x. Who uses a two iron? Relax. Um, big guy's and, here. He's going to make and, it all okay. And the other point, and I think I think that'll wrap him up, Artie, you gave us a lot to chew on. I think this will wrap it up, is it's on the coach. If uh, they don't have a scheme where you spy on a running back or a quarterback or a tight end or whatever the situation is, that's on the coach. Get the so artillery, get the dogs. It's on Salah and Oberg. That's who it is because yeah. they're in charge of the defense. Even it's not the so. players. Right. It's the scheme. Even more so now because yes. a, big part of his, a big part of his responsibilities has been taken off his plate. Lifted. Yes. Lifted. You and and look, Sal, why is Aaron Rodgers playing? Because obviously the head coach went to the quarterback and said, hey, look, I need you out there. I need you on that wall. I want you on that wall. I don't want that first game for you to be feeling the turf underneath you. Right. I got to have you feeling what that turf feels like. <laughs> Sometimes people have had some problems with that turf. Mm-hmm. Uh, so well, it's new turf now, baby. Yeah. New. Oh, I'm sure. It's new turf. Did they go to the same guys they got the old turf from? No, 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 no. No. New, new. new okay. turf. And, and right. both teams love it so far. Jets and Giants have been giving the high praises, the new turf. Okay. New That's turf, great. Yes. But, but um, And then Aaron Rodgers said to Robert Sala, you can't handle the truth. I'm playing. <laughs> That's the bottom line. I'm playing. I don't care about Mark Sanchez. I don't care about anything that's happened. I don't care about what happened before. People got hurt. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I want to play. And darn it, I'm playing. 
If, if you give all you have to do is give Aaron Rodgers everything he wants. That's it. You want him to be happy. You want him to smile for the cameras on Hard Knocks. Oh, you he's want been, him to be he's witty. been ecstatic. You want him to be witty and conversational. Hey, how's the wife? Great Baby's mustache. Saturday. Baby's Great Saturday. Facial hair. Oh, he's Gordon. Oh, that's gonna be a long night, my friend. Long night. Oh, mm. he's just he is no. he's he's the new he. If I don't think there's ever been a mayor of the tri-state area, but if there was, if there would be, it would be him. Well, I mean, I remember there was a time where Phil Jackson got here and was given a standing ovation to the stands. Yeah, yeah that turned. The, the beginnings are are great. Yeah, people love the beginnings. Oh yeah, the middle sometimes can get a little hairy, and the end is bad. Oh, <laughs> if if it didn't end badly, Larry, it wouldn't end. Oh, the end could be bad. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. Honest opinion of today. Hmm? I was just talking to 12 or 8, and he was just telling me, you know, we had a lot of mistakes in our room today. Just basic stuff, little things, right? We can't have that. And it's all cool right now, but I'm telling you, one day he's going to lose his It's going to happen if it continues to go the way it's going right now. Because if he don't trust you, he's not going to throw you the ball. I can promise you that. If he don't trust you, he do not like throwing interceptions. So if he can't trust that you're going to run the right route, he's not going to throw it. It's just a matter of time. Continue to work and stay in your book and stay locked in so we can get to where we want to go. Randall Cobb on HBO Hard Knocks. Streaming on Max. Aaron Rodgers is in charge, Gordon Damer. You don't run the right route, you don't get the you don't get the ball. You don't get the ball. I, I mean, should that even need to be said? Nope. It's the way it is. I mean, some some of you have ran the wrong route. Some of you have ran the right route, but the ball didn't get to you anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, I got a tweet. Oh. Both of us did. Oh, did we? A guy, the, 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 the handle is at tenor or something. Or other. X. I'm okay. a diehard Cardinal fan. And oh. though I'm born and raised New Yorker, hmm. the crying and negativity from all Yankee fans is killing me. Can anyone say anything positive? Everyone knows the Yankees need to clean house and get rid of Boone and Cashman. Even he didn't say anything positive. <laughs> Go down fighting. <laughs> I mean, we got one caller who doesn't like uh, our sarcasm. And now we're not we're not allowed to use sarcasm or negativity. What is this show going to become, Larry? Well, obviously we won't be talking about the Yankees. No, what, <laughs> that's what for would, sure. What would we say that's positive? They're winning tonight. Yeah, they're winning tonight. I mean, that's is it. that so, the show you want to listen to? Oh well, you know they they're doing a really good job. They're trying really hard. If you want that kind of sunny optimism that's not based in reality, watch the post game. We're in it to win it. That's it. That's what they do on the post game. Yeah. Our job is not to do that. Our job is to be honest and give you our honest opinion based on what we see. And we don't see much. No. <laughs> we no. don't see much. Back to the phones. Matt's in Jersey. Matt, you are next on 98.7. Hey, Thanks for taking the call. Uh, real quick on the Yankees. I just don't understand why they don't do what every other organization does when they don't want to fire somebody. You give him a job in, like, baseball operations where you don't ever have to fire him and you get to blame somebody else. Uh, it's, it's basically what the Celtics did with Brad Stevens, except he's really competent. But aside from that, I just want to talk to, to Artie directly or 
as I like to call him, the second coming of Sam Kinison there. Uh, the one thing I just need, you know, with the Jets this year, they they just need to be watchable. I don't honestly like all these Super Bowl or bust. I, I don't want to hear it. Like I've watched this team now for the last 12 years, and I can't remember the last time I watched the game start to finish because this team just looks like they have no idea what they're doing. You know, you, you turn on the Chiefs and the field they play on looks like they're playing on a basketball court, and then you turn on the Jets and what, what they've been able to do on offense the last you know decade and or decade and a half makes it look like they're playing on like a polo field. If the Jets are watchable and I can get through like 17 Sundays, 15 without turning the game off before the fourth quarter, I'm going to be happy this year, and 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 I, I'm dead serious about that. I hear you, Matt. Thanks for the phone call. And um, that's a listen. That's a safe, honest, realistic assessment on how he feels about this team. It's not he, Gordon. He wants to enjoy the ride. He's not worried about where they're going. He's taking it one game at a time. Let me just enjoy it. I, I don't worry about. He sounds like a you know, coach. Let's stack the wins up, <laughs> and we'll see where we are at the end of the season. I would say that Matt is in the minority. Of he is. Jet fan, they, they just want to watch a competitive team. I think yeah. that the, the bar is slightly higher. Substantially higher. But yeah. he's, but, you know, that's good for him. Whatever works. Whatever works for you works. Dwayne's in Virginia. What's up, Dwayne? Hey, Dynamic Duo. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, Dwayne. Hey, how you doing? Um, yeah, you got to love Artie's passion, right? But. To me, to me, Larry, what do you think? Does he sound as maniacal as Gordon Damer in a wasp's nest or what? <laughs> no, see, see, here's the difference. Um, Gordon's more dangerous because he's more devious and quiet. It's always the quiet you. ones. You know, he's one of those guys that you like, what, you seen Gordon? Oh, is that Bailey wire he's rolling outside the wall? <laughs> There's actually been some updates on the wasps. I don't know if oh. our audience can handle any more wasp talk. Oh, like absolutely. Oh, oh, no, no, we need it. We need it, Gordon. Everyone wants to know this. this I've huge, gone out. Man. I went out to the backyard today, and uh -huh. I noticed that there are wasps again. No I way. Went back to, oh, I went no. back to the bush, and the bush is clear. The, the, the nest that was in there is gone from there. So I went on uh, TikTok, which I get 90% of my information from, and I found out Old that man when radio. When you when you kill the queen, the workers are like nomads. They have nothing to do. So I don't know if this is a case of the nomads just kind of flying around the yard because they don't know what's going on and they're going to be killed off when the winter comes, or if the queen somehow snuck out the back door after all the repeated attempts at killing the, the previous nest and now she's setting up some almost like season two of a television show. This is going to be like the next. I don't know. So I will. I will keep an eye out. I don't know what's what. What's the story is? But I know what the story is. Those wasps are in trouble because he's going back. Yeah, he's going back to the. Yeah, he's Jordan, going back to the drawing Jordan, board, Dwayne. I'm getting the, uh, what is what are the stuff that they had in Die Hard? The C4. I, I might yeah. have to get some C4. Yeah, he's going to get the C5. House might be ruined, but the wasp will be dead. So I don't, I'm not sure what the story is, but uh, we will. Uh, I'll hey, keep just, you posted. Just make, huh? just make sure you keep us posted, Gordon. Yes, we'll we're do. all, we're all we'll kind do. of concerned for you. Your voice is too valuable. Thank you. Um, and and uh, 
you know, going back to something Larry said, I think when he was on the phone with Artie, this this is Aaron Rodgers' team. He's going to do what he wants to do. I'm I'm a Giants fan. Uh, my son's a Jets fan. He became a Jets fan because I'm a Giants fan, kind of like you, Gordon, becoming a Dolphins fan because of your dad. Right. Uh, it was all out of spite. Yes. <laughs> yep. And um, but you know. I'm really interested in watching the Jets this year. I just I'm hoping like you know Beckton and the rest of the offensive line can hold it together because if they do, I I believe the Jets have a really high ceiling. Well, we'll see, Dwayne. Thanks for the phone call and checking in. Um, we'll see what happens. It's it's a lot has to go right, Gordon. I'm just saying a lot yeah. has to go right for them to reach, for them to be successful. A lot has to go right, and I'm sorry I keep saying it. Yes, I know about the defense. I know that the defense played well last year. I know that Aaron Rodgers is they won seven games with the, with with you know rolling the dice at quarterback last year and he in a bad year is far better than anybody you would have killed to have that. Gordon, if they had that his bad year last year, they'd have got to the they might have got to the conference finals. <laughs> they might have got to the no you know, matter what this a, a good yeah. distance. No matter what your expectations for the Jets are this year, high, low, somewhere in between, they are going to be a team you have to see. Yeah, because we. I, I mean, I'm very high on them. Other people are not. It's going to be a fascinating story to see which way this plays out. But I'm telling you, Gordon, and they haven't been they haven't been must see TV in a very long time. Over you, a you had to see them to believe them over a decade. <laughs> because they were that bad. It's over a decade. Yeah. And and it's it's really going to be about coaching, Gordon. I'm telling you, it's it's really coaching is going to be a major factor in this season. It really is. It's going to be a major factor. They got a lot to clean up, and you know what? Uh, Robert Sala on Hard Knocks has got some really nice speeches. Yeah, you know. But for me, it's about the X's and O's, man. It's about what you do on the field when somebody is whipping your behind. How do you stop them? How do you make that adjustment on the fly? That's what it all comes down to. It all comes down to minimizing mistakes. All the stuff that coaches handle. And we talk all the time, Gordon, about how players have to improve year after year. Well, you know what? Coaches have to improve too. And coaches need to watch video on themselves. And Robert Sala and Ulbrich and, and um, you know Hackett, those guys are really on the hot seat. This has to work. It's got to work. Otherwise, you talk about the Yankees cleaning the house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'll be hearing. There's nobody, beep, there's nobody beep, who is the fifth beep, uh, back the Woody Johnson family member now. No, no, no. I mean, if Woody's going to have to turn in his, his jewelry from last night, he's not no. going to be a happy man. No. Not going to be a happy man. That's it. That could be February one Jets drive if this doesn't work out, Gordon. Backing up the moving truck. It could be it. No, it's going to work. Okay. It's got to work, Larry. Okay. Mm-hmm. How could it go wrong? <laughs> Let me count the ways. Next on 98.7 ESPN. Poison still works, people. This is ESPN New York Tonight with Larry Hardesty and Gordon Damer on 98.7 ESPN. You know, Gordon, Anthony DeComo has a uh, has a note on X. Mm. No active Atlanta player has more career RBIs against the Mets than Marcel Ozuna, who's added four to his total tonight. He's 73 career home career RBIs against the Mets. 
73. Seems like a lot. Freddie Freeman, 121. Freddie Freeman. I mean, uh, these guys are oh. going to be adding to their totals because they're going to be around a while. Bryce Harper, 98. Uh-huh. Giancarlo Sten, 89. Okay. Anthony Rendon, 87. Miguel Cabrera, 75. So Azuna now with 73. Oh, boy. Well, that problem's not going away anytime soon. Uh, no, I'm afraid not. No, I'm afraid not. Buddha's in the Bronx. Hey, Buddha, you're next on 98.7. Hey, what's going on, snarky one? <laughs> hey, Buddha. How are you? You know, if you guys are snarky, whew, I wonder what adjective they use for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. You know, that's funny when people get defensive about their teams, even when the team doesn't warrant the defense. I mean, come on, please. You know, you look at the Yankees. You know, it reminds me of the street they used to be on Park where I used to play ball at Bolton Avenue right there, but 131 Park. I mean, this thing had divots and big giant potholes for years. And every couple of winters, they come by with that cheap stuff, you know, that filler. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they fill it. You know, and then eventually, one day, they decided to tear the street down, repave it, and voila, it became a very nice street. So, you know, until the Yankees decided to do that, I'm sorry. You know, I, the summer is, is what it is. It's coming to an end. You know, I do a lot of fishing. I do a lot of outdoor stuff. I'll listen to John and Susan on the radio. But I'll be damned if I'll be going to my house to sit down and watch bad baseball at the end of August. I'm sorry. Can't do it. Um, you know, you guys are talking about the Jets. You know, I heard Artie talking about, uh, uh, you know, Whitehead and, and how Ashton Davis w- was playing well. And, and listen. If Ashcan Davis is on the field for the Jets, <laughs> any type of meaningful action is similar to, like, if Zach Wilson was on the field. That pretty much means the season is over. But what another one of those wonderful draft picks by Joe Douglas that nobody ever talks about. This guy keeps people on the team that don't even deserve to have a job <laughs> in, in the league. It's unbelievable, man. But, you know, on a serious note, you know, Corey Davis' brother had died a couple of years ago. I don't know what's going on. So, you know, I'm going to take Sal at his word when he says, you know, his heart and everything goes out to the family. Maybe he don't want his business out there. There's something more serious than just yeah. that he was going to get cut, which was yeah. going to happen. You know what I mean? We all know that was going to happen. As good as he could block, you know, all that stuff is all well and good. Mm-hmm. They didn't bring Nicole Hartman over here and trade and pay. You know, he wasn't going to play. Yeah. And to not be cruel, but to just be honest. That was another one of the free agency signings that was a disappointment by Joe Douglas. I mean, yeah. guy has a big body and all that. He made the nice catch from Flacco in that Cleveland game. But his career here as a Jets has been marred by two different things. You know, he has a case of the drops all of the time, and then he's been injured. So, you know, like I said, well wishes to him. I, I, I'm not trying to disparage him or nothing because he's, he's obviously going through something. Mm-hmm. But you know what? I mean, sometimes when a player leaves like that, it's addition by subtraction. I just never really was enamored with him as a player. You know, last thing I'll say is um, he was talking about, you know, how they're going to back. You made the back up the truck sound and all that. And uh, if this doesn't work out, how Woody Johnson is going to clean house. And i got to disagree with that, man. I mean, it's been clearly made that the target is on one person's back. Not saying he's similar to like Aaron Boone. Not saying that he's done anything special or anything to distinguish himself, mm-hmm. you know, but the, the, the bullseyes on Robert Sala's back. Mm-hmm. They'll get rid of Sala. They'll get rid of Albrecht, whoever else was associated with him, the same way they got rid of LaFleur. 
season after 12 years of you-know-what. Yep. But good Lord, could you imagine if they made Nate Hackett the interim coach? <laughs> after getting rid of <laughs> Yo, listen, man, my school man. That'll be it for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Pula, thanks for the phone call. Well, I, oh, man. I, again, it can go a thousand different ways, but if the quarterback is good and the season doesn't fire and, and we're talking about how the quarterback gets whatever he wants, I, I don't mm. know what the list of guys that would be for, for the next head coach, but you'd have to think that the, the current GMs <laughs> who plays the quarterback, uh, his best buddy would have to be very high up on that list, no? But – Let's go the other side, Gordon. Mm -hmm. If you're letting go of the head coach, you're going to trust this GM to bring in the next head coach. It, 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 look, Buddha's who not also wrong. who it, it also like... forced you to buy, you know, yeah, Aaron no, Rodgers I'm, because I'm Zach a complete. Wilson? You're saying what should happen. I'm saying what might happen. Right? I, yeah. I, I, I could definitely see. It definitely feels like that. All the bullseyes are on the oh, head there's coach. No question. They and, are. And the the GM who picked the coach. Right? We're talking about yeah. Brian Cashman. You can't blame Aaron Boone because Brian Cashman picked Aaron Boone. Mm -hmm. See, it's kind of NFL's more of a coaching league, but still. Yeah. If we're talking about the GM who who brought this coach in here, if the coach is the problem. And the quarterback has already been a problem. It would feel like that the GM would have to to bite the bullet there, though. I don't know that that would necessarily – I'd have to see how it played out. Yeah, you'd have to. Is this year four, five for him? Uh, this is year four, is, no? This year four, so he's got two more years. We've huh. had two – he was here for two years of Gase, right? Right, and two years of Salah. So this is year five. And this is year five. Or did he, he come midway through the first year? Uh, All these years run together after they a while. They sure do. The they really do. It's like one what's, long what's year. What's a decade or two, right? <laughs> he came after the draft. Okay. In the first yes. year. Yes. He did not take Quinnen. Okay. Right. He was here after that. All right. And of all the things that, that Adam Gase did poorly, the one thing he did well was get the previous GM out. That's a good job by him. Yes. See you tomorrow night, my friend. All right, Larry. That wraps up this edition of ESPN New York tonight. Harvey Joe, thank you very much. Paddle Keefe is next on 98.7 ESPN. Go down fighting.